Welcome, welcome, and welcome back to the podcast, Only Black Cosmonauts, Grand Rising. <laughs> um, wow, what a week it has been. We got a special guest today, Sir Jay, great friend of mine, longtime friend of mine. I mean, like from elementary school, you know, he's going to come on the podcast and talk to us today about mindfulness. But as usual, my listeners, if you know, before we begin anything, Jay, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Before we begin anything on the podcast, I usually like to take three deep breaths, four seconds in, four seconds out. It's a way of me bringing wholeness and mindfulness into the moment and thanking all the ancestors and gods and goddesses around and letting them know that we love them and we're taking this moment to talk about mindfulness. So are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. Let's take a deep breath in. And out. In. And out. In. And out. Peace and love. Like I say, mindfulness and meditation. Today's guest is Sir Jay, talking to us out of Georgia. Sir Jay has a, I guess you say he has a leadership quality about him that I really admire over the years as growing up. He does um, look to lead us as people into a better light of self. He has a radio station called Ab 44 Radio. And Jay, I want you to take some time with me here real quick, just to tell us who you are. And I got three questions for you, all centered around mindfulness. And um, mm-hmm. we'll talk a little bit more about maybe anything else that you've got to share with the listeners. So, so Jay, tell us who you are. Okay. Well, like you said, my name is Sir Jay, originally from South Florida, uh, currently residing in the Atlanta, Georgia area. Uh, I do have a podcast that is centered around the uplifting and um, educating and empowering our culture, our community as Black Americans, Black people, the minority. Uh, We engage in conversations that, that triggers or targets our self accountability and also target situations and uh, concerns that we tend to overlook or are too ashamed to or too afraid to discuss. Uh, We try to strengthen and rebuild the communication between each other as men and women, as young and old. Uh, We also look to promote and encourage any form of accomplishment, regardless of the level. Uh, For instance, we did a show with a guy that had just did a 10 year bid in prison and he has came out and released a book. And not only was it his first book, he was a self published book for his first book. So those are the kind, those are the kind of accomplishments we want to highlight so that the community understands that you're never counted out. 
regardless of the situation. You can go do 15 years of prison. You can make mistakes in life. And you still have an opportunity to be the best you every day. And that's what we're aiming for is to help each other be the best individual every day. Because as individuals, if we are at our best, then we are better as a community. Okay. Okay. I believe that. I believe that we are reflections of ourselves. And when we do good and others can see it, and then it just, we all look to work together. So you said you focus mainly for, you said your focus is for people of color and for us to find a way to be better examples for each other. This brother that you talked about is an example of how your life can start over at any time that you're ready. So how my first question, then it kind of leads into my first question. How would you explain or how would you explain to us and to the listeners what leadership is and what a leader is in relation to leadership? I think it's a tough thing to, to describe or categorize because you really can't control what, a, what others value and respect in a person. Uh, but I think a main quality of leadership would be uh, getting the job done, uh, focus and perseverance. I think those are uh, yeah. is a great main qualities of leadership because this, you know, whatever it is a person do in life, uh, it's going to be a lot of adversities. You might, whatever line of work you're in, if you are in a leadership role, you're going to, you're going to be in a leadership role with a lot of different uh, personalities and people. Some may be adversity. Some may not have no respect for you, but you have to be able to control mm-hmm. your emotions and persevere through it and still get the job done, regardless of the outside interference that comes towards you your way. So I think perseverance is a very uh, strong quality that's required in a great leader. I'm like that. I would agree with that. And um, the reason why I asked that question, it's in relation to mindfulness. I think a leader is everything you said and everything that he or she needs to be to be the best version of themselves. And having a sense of your here and now and knowing how you can be a good representation for that is the example of mindfulness. I'd like to at least talk about or at least see what I'm getting at here on this podcast episode because it feels, I feel like that's how it um, can relate to what you're doing. Is there a way that you think you can talk about mindfulness or do you think that's also in relation to what you said for leadership? Being mindful? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I think, so you basically want my, my take on what mindfulness is? Sure, yeah. Because, you know, my podcast is about that mindfulness meditation, and I have my practice, and I have my way of, like, bringing it to, into, bringing it to people's attention of how I feel it can be done. And I think that because it's a something of the mind and something of the conscious consciousness 
it's relative mm-hmm. or it's relevant to everyone. It's different, you know, and how Correct. someone comes to their, comes to that best, yeah, best version of themselves. So that's what I want. I want to know your take on mindfulness. Correct. Oh, I think mindfulness and I think it's something that as men, as humans, as people of any kind, oh, it's the toughest thing we struggle with because mindfulness is, like you said in the beginning, it's not necessarily putting everything together. It's understanding right. where what it, what it is. Or, or, you know, understanding exactly where you are, understanding um, perspectives. And I think that's a real tough thing to comprehend because we're flooded with so much uh, information of what should be or what is or how it should be. And it's hard to understand things when we try to put everything is coming from our individual perspective. Oh, I think knowing where you stand literally and figuratively is very important. Oh, because you have no idea where you are. Uh, it can make for dangerous grounds to be on. Uh, they call it discernment. Uh, most believers call it discernment, the ability to comprehend everything that's going on around you. And just basically being able to accept it. I think that's one of the main things about it. Uh, once we learn to accept things for what it is, then our mindfulness would be a lot better. You know what I mean? If that up, makes sense. But you grew up religiously. You grew up in a religion, right? You grew up studying and believing in a religion. How do you, do you think that's the same thing? I don't even know. I'm just asking like, like I think like, again, again, I think, uh, yes, I grew up in a, a church. I grew up in, you know, Christian church, Baptist church. I think like a lot of things in life, I think we lack the understanding of how to. And when people do like reference religion, it's usually by what they've seen and what people see. Everybody that's practicing religion don't necessarily mean they know how to be religious or be a believer per se. Oh, mm. I'm definitely still a hundred percent a believer. Oh, see, I grew up religious too, you know, but for us, it was more like we used it as a, um, a fear tactic. You know, there was love involved, but it was a, to me, in my interpretation, it was a fear tactic. Like you had to fear God, you had to fear doing wrong, you had to fear not going to church, you had to fear not reading. And so it may have not been like um, super inflicted, but I definitely didn't feel like going to the Bible or talking about God or talking about religion or talking about anything in that relation was a good thing. You know, there were just rules and things that I had to practice or follow through or else. Mm-hmm. And so for me, when I came out of that state and try to learn more about the self and gain self-knowledge, 
the biggest thing for me was the easiest thing I would say for turning away from religion because of the way that I was, it was introduced to me and the way that I practices, practiced it, it was a bunch of rules. And I didn't see it as discipline, which is super important into your life. And now I'm a big believer in discipline. Like discipline is the true freedom, not going out here doing random different things and expecting it to all right. be great. But with religion, I didn't feel discipline. I felt um, imprisoned, you know, and maybe that's too harsh of a word, but I didn't feel free. And so, um, I don't know. That's kind of why I'm asking you that. Like, I knew well, how you strong you were growing up and I knew how you felt. But, you know, is that the same it, thing for you when you look at leadership and mindfulness? Yeah, see, because the thing is, what we have to try to uh, understand is that everything, I think all these, every book, um, self-improvement, I think a lot of it's in the Bible, but what we have to understand sometimes too, the book itself speaks of people that lived 100 years, 90 years, 80 years, right? But then we're hearing this stuff, we're being taught or being introduced to it by people that's only 30, 35. So uh, it's kind of like when somebody learn a new word, they use it a lot. So when somebody come in, it happen, it's happening now. When people come to a new uh, understanding of a, or get uh, introduced to a new, I guess, knowledge, they want to use it a lot and then try to say something uh, wrong. But how can you or how can we at 30, 35, 40 say we fully get something that, had, that was talking about somebody that was still trying to get it at 90 and 100 years old? <laughs> so you understand what I'm saying? Like it's still, you have yeah. to, you have to play it out or live it out to, to really say what's true or false. I don't think we, nobody I mean, fully understands. That's, that's what it's like though. That's what it's like when somebody finds something new, you know, or they fall in love with a new level of consciousness. They don't even fully right. understand it and they are willing to go out and force people into that practice. And I guess that's, that's what we are known to do, you know? And, um, it's funny, we out here, I don't know, I think about it too, it's, it's so important to what you said and what I believe as well, is to be the example as much as to have the foundation. Like what you do with Act right. 44 Radio is the best example of having the foundation because the more we're practicing trying to awake ourselves and w awake each other and, wait and make niggas woke or whatever the case may be, what are you going right. to have for them? What platform are we going to have? So now we all woke, we all ready, we all awake. But what are we going to do? Where's our, where are we going to go? So um, I Let's really be, think it starts with... <laughs> go ahead. Um, I was going to say... Um, one of the things... I seen somebody wrote on Facebook today. They were saying before the internet and social media, um, a lot of people's lack of education was due to lack of accessibility to information. So yeah. now we have the access to the information, but we still seem to lack the understanding and the education. And this, this right. is the thing. This is this is this is kind of like a part of the mindfulness that people don't. You have to try to get and be remember. Then I think Denzel Washington quoted this. I've seen someone say Denzel quoted this that with 
because we have so much information coming across our eyes every day and ears every single day, it is hard mm. to know what is true or false because it's just so much constant, 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 constant. And it's like playing dodgeball. Like, a lot, like just take the game of dodgeball. I think it was like you're on one side, you're on the other side, and everybody throwing balls. And if a bunch of balls is coming to you at one time, it can cause confusion because you're trying to see, like, you, it's just too much. And I think yep. the, the, inf- it, the information being thrown at us like this, we have to be very careful about what we latch on to. That stillness you spoke of, see a lot of this, like, mm-hmm. to me, I take it, I take it like, because I am a believer, like, to talk about being steadfast and being still. Because if you, if you respond and react to all of this stuff that's coming at you, you're going to get confused and you're going to get thrown off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like, everybody, like you said, you understand discipline and that's really free. And a lot of people think freedom is doing whatever the hell you want to fucking do. Oh, yeah. Not necessarily. Yeah. Not necessarily. We, we grew up, but we grew up definitely with a lot of rules and fears and regulation, especially people of color. Like our parents, you know, we saw it. We were kids that right. we walking down the street, our hands are being held. If we saw those kids, the white kids or any other race that didn't have their hands held by their parents, we were like, wow, how the heck? Right. You know, wow, it's, he's free. I can't even, my mom would look. And then, you know, we would, we would tribe up and we would take care of each other. If one black parent saw another black kid acting out, they'll give him the look or they'll give him a talking to, you know, like where um, other cultures, they just like, eh, they're kids. They just do that. And you're like, ah, no, those things are instilled from an early stage that it goes out mm-hmm. into their life and into their practice. And then it becomes a generational thing. And I guess they do the same thing as well, but we may not, um, I don't live in their house, so I don't know. Right. You know, I do see I mean, society. And see, the funny thing about that is, is that, okay, so we was like, oh, they get not, they don't have to hold hands. But now look at us now. We are wanting to hold hands with each other again because we've been separated yeah. from each other and we've been fucked around so much. Now we're like, oh, we have to support each other. But no, it, we yeah. wanted to, we wanted to let go of the hands. Oh, uh, got to also remember, like, the people that come before us, the things they was facing at the time was different. So, yes, of course, the way they deliver things is going to be a lot different than the time we're in. Like, yo, you don't have to be that strict. But you're right, we don't have to be that strict. But during our time, we had to be that strict. They felt like they had to be that strict. Oh. Yep. That's why I say it's one. Of, it's a. It's the toughest thing we struggle with, man. As people, is the, the ability to understand and discern the reasons why. Uh, people talk about, okay, it's ten commandments in the Bible. It doesn't. It doesn't take away nobody's freedom. You still have a choice, as long as you're willing to accept that consequence. You just like when you go to work, you go to a job. Uh-huh. You do not have to stay at work if you don't want to. Nobody makes you stay at work. You, as long as you're willing to accept right. the consequences, if I walk off this job, you know what I'm saying? Then you still mm-hmm. have a choice. No one's making you. 
the choice is still there, but it comes down to that discipline of uh, being yeah, able to understand where presentation as well. Yeah. yeah. Presentation as well. Like, you know, if we, we really, really value each other more than we might claim, you know, why, why world star and vine and all these other, um, I call like, I guess, black people manipulation tools, you know, way that mm-hmm. ways that get to see us, why they're so popular. It's because in some dopamine or in some subconscious, we really love seeing each other shine, even if it's shining like shit, <laughs> even if we don't look good, mm-hmm. literally, you know, culturally added, we'll still find a way to like it, you know? And I just think like, because we are so loving innately, it seems with each other and for each other, that once we have a focus of love or something that can recycle and bring back and repeat that love into ourselves from our actions, then it's, then that, that'll be the game. That'll be what we do outside of right. what we do now in pieces or, or the representation of, again, like um, hip hop is our biggest tool. And the idea behind um, the drugs that are being promoted with it is still a sense of, leadership or a sense of knowing who you are and a sense of having your things together mindfulness but you may not see the clarity of those jewels and those gems and those keys because this bugatti you know or these chains um or these drugs and i get it i get it i get it i just really feel like the more we practice again plugging your radio station and concepts like app for app 44 radio and ways and platforms that we offer ourselves to conversate and talk with intelligence and love and, and more of a direction of trying to uplift each other than those representations. And I'm not reinventing the wheel and you ain't either. We all, there's been examples uh, throughout our own history where we have leaders and we have people and we have groups that continuously try to strive for our betterment. But um, I don't think we ever unify, we never try to unify each other, even just under the umbrella of he over there trying, she over there trying, just let that be. Right. The same energy we might right. give a video for a black ass or, or some dude doing something, because we don't know them. We just thought it was hilarious or funny or cute or cool, mm-hmm. so we like it. Give that same love to a person that you may not even be for their cause, but you know their cause is for good. You know, go out here and support that. And I think um, that's what I want. You know, that's the type of practice I want to give myself as much as give a representation of so that I can in turn hopefully give others. Right. Easier said than done. You know, I still got bills to pay. Um, All the other things that come into this dimension. And when I meditate and try to bring myself to a stronger state of awareness, that's kind of how I breathe through that. So bringing mm-hmm. you on the podcast is helping me because I'm learning how people like yourself continue to lead your life, but still find an example to bring mindfulness into your world or meditation or leadership into your world. Uh, because mm-hmm. we, we need it. My last question for you, or did you have something to share real quick? Oh, I kind of did want to just kind of touch on something, you you know, what you was already saying. Um, yeah. Like recently, I, I, like recently, I just came to the uh, the gathering of understanding as far as like we have this false sense of a lot of things as people like 
respect is earned, not given. Well, that's a problem to me because I think we should respect each other. Regard. What do you mean by respect is earned, not given? Okay. Even if it's earned, and I just right. meet you, I'm I'm going to give you respect because me and you made it to a point where we met in person. Like, I just look at the highways of life, whether you reach the age of 40, I respect you. I don't, you don't need to do nothing or, or prove it to me. I respect you. You're 40. So you earned it in my eyes. Uh, if we have a meeting somewhere in the physical, you, you know, the Georgia roads and highways. I respect you because yeah. you made it here alive, yo. Like this whole, re- <laughs> no, like for real, it, it sounds crazy, but like we take it for my granted. Listeners may not know. Yeah. The listeners may not know about the, uh, the Georgia roads. But it's right, still like, in the field. Yes, like accident is freaking ridiculous. The highway fatalities, bro, and then just in life, period, yeah. people people are dying every day. So for for us to yeah. meet, or it, even if it's in the workplace yeah, and you, new, I'm gonna respect you because, right. So I don't I don't like yeah, that. No, I get you. Respect is earned, not given. It's given to everyone. Everyone is owed respect because yo, we all made it this far. <laughs> Well, like, yo, I, I came here just like you did. What you're saying, what it's what you're saying too. It's you got to learn to give it to yourself. I think that's what the, right. the, the I don't know what the analogy means to me is like respect is given to self and earned. You know, like it's not as it has nothing to do with anybody external. Like they don't even exist. It's all about right. your self awareness in your respect to yourself. Because of course, of course, of course, of course, of course, you can like lie. And be like, well, I'm just going to respect this person. I don't know anything about them. I'll turn around and let them do what they want because I respect them. No, no one, no one. I don't even, and I use that voice lovingly, but I don't really think anyone's thinking directly in that manner. They might associate back to what we say, religion or different things to it where you love thy neighbor or you, you know, you, 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 you speak with an open heart or the love in me sees the love in you kind of deal, but it doesn't, um, it's not the truth. And, and, right. you know, the, Jesus or whoever, and all these prophets and messengers that we know and came to understand, they all, um, didn't, no one, not everybody loved them and they weren't everybody's friend. So the idea of going around thinking it's, uh, you respect and love everything and love everyone. is not what I'm about. It start with yourself and loving and respecting and- yourself is how that extends to everyone. That is a great key to being a leader is understanding you're not going to be liked and loved and accepted by everybody. Like you said, I think you said to me before, it's going to be, it, it'll be a lonely road. Like, but that's what make a great leader is under is accepting that lonely road. Everyone's yeah. not going to buy in because you understand the mission or whatever it is that need to be done is greater than what they thinking of you, mm-hmm. whether they love you or not. Like, to me, I know a lot of people talk about Martin Luther King and how he he the reason we in this or da 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 da. But I'm like, I get it, but I still respect the courage because with all that being said, who's doing what he did? Who's walking out there now doing what he was doing today? Nobody. Right. Right. I still respect the courage. 
But see, because, again, I'm going to take what you said earlier, because we don't want to hold hands with each other no more. We let him go out there on his own. So, yes, he may have gotten tripped up and manipulated during the process. But that's mm. because we chose not to hold hands and we let each other walk out there alone. We want to send everybody to go. Time, it's right. also a different time. It's, it, it's, so, it's so difficult, man. I don't even know how to answer it. This is why we have, um, in my opinion, why I have conversations with you and right. with myself and, you know, bring about these lights and these ideas because I really want to believe um, that we can change and that there will be a change and that there is a change and that we can do better. It's just that it starts with us. And I know. Yeah, look, what, look what look what look what the look what the statements say. We can change. We can do better. Yeah. Not um, depending yeah. on somebody else to do better for us, we can change. Yeah, <laughs> we have to. We have to. We really have to. And I mean, it it doesn't matter if it. To me, it don't matter how long it takes because it's not a time. It's not a, a matter of time. It's a matter of now, because when is right. It? You know, I'm not, but I, I also, it doesn't matter to me anymore. Go I also get it though. I also get it. Like you said, how we was growing up, the rules and how it was. So whenever people hear the word discipline, they cringe. Whenever people hear the word rules, they oh, cringe. Word. word. People, you know word. what I'm saying? People hear certain things and they cringe. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you're trying to confine me. No, I'm not trying to confine you. But nah, man, you know, I, I was just like a kid for sure. If somebody told me one thing, I'd be like, go this way. Nah, I'll go this way. I was always the opposite kid. And, so, and we know there's a word for that, right? Things. No, what what we, is that word, bro? We know no, what, what is it called when it, when we know when they say if somebody say don't do this and we do it anyway. Hard headed or naive. <laughs> naive. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you, know, you, know. you know, but I mean, but it's it's back to what you said. It's them trying to make you feel bad for a decision that you want to choose. You right. know, and we don't support right. each other in the positive. No, these conversations are great, brother. And that's that's again, all day, all night. It's all about this meditation. It's all about the mindfulness. And what yeah. I talk about, it's not even it's not even for a um, just a physical practice of learning how to meditate and the physical practice of learning how to become mindful. It's the idea of how it psychologically affects us and how it grows us as individuals and grow our spirit. You know, this mm -hmm. world and this being and this moment in life and time is never ending. There's no death, you know, there's just transitions of the now. And when we transition this now, whether we call it a dimensional period of the third or there's three, four, five, seven, or anything like that, my, my, um, point i guess if there is that because it's continuous but my um focus is that we have to learn to speak in this dimension and speak into this moment how we want it to be and how we expect it to be and the life and manifestation that is in our heart that we practice i said it earlier you know we don't know what we're doing in each other's homes we don't know what's going right. on and the and the negatives that we're aware of and the the violence that helps the you know that comes out in the street is what we're fe in fear of but we're going mm -hmm. we're going to die man we're going to hurt ourselves we're going to continue bringing ourselves to a state of of um perpetual pain continuous upset 
if we don't find a way to breathe and, and love each other more. So these, these conversations are great, man. And I really appreciate what you do. My last question has kind of got answered into all this conversation. And it was really, um, what do you think our next move is? And it's just, I'll let you talk, but I, I really felt like it was just to continue talking. Like, what's our next move now that we, you know, we are aware that this mindfulness and this meditation and this leadership for us people of color, like what you do for your platform and what mm-hmm. I do for this platform and what we know of other brothers and sisters are doing that we may not know how to combine together. Um, what do you think is the next step? How do we get to the next level or is this the level? Like, what do we do from here? Hmm. I think the next move, understand this now that I'm saying the next move is not going to be the best move. See, we can't look for the best move all the time. We got to understand the next move because I'm going to kind of go a long way to say what I want to say because it's all about trying to understand where I'm coming from. The next move may not Mm -hmm. be the best move because sometimes we have to realize that we're not going to be able to see the results of everything we put in motion when it's a mission of this great magnitude to try to change Mm -hmm. something. You understand? Like, let's take Nipsey, for instance. He'll never see the results of what he put in motion, but he understood that. But he put it in motion anyway. Mm-hmm. We have to get out of the mindset that we're going to see the results of the greatness that we're trying to do or the, or the mission we're trying to fulfill. All right, so man. the next move to me is to not move. And when I say not move, because it's a it's a protest that me and some brothers been discussing and um, we're working on details on how to spread that. But the next move is to not move. If we understand what the stock exchange is, you'll know what I'm talking about when I say to not move. I think that's the best next mm-hmm. step is to not move. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I understand I'm leaving it kind of vague. But no, 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 that's powerful. That's, that's, that's exactly what I'm asking for, your opinion, you know. Um, right. Hmm. I mean, if you need me to expound, I can expound. Because I'm, I'm all, it also, no. I heard you say it too, as far as being still. Right, right. Because the funny and thing, the funny thing, mm-hmm. go ahead. No, I think that's what, um, that's why, I, well, I was saying that's why I didn't want you to expand because that's it. That's it. It's the stillness. It's the being strong in your moment and representing it. We don't, nec- we don't have to change anything more than we have to be better. And that's the change. You know, going out, like we said earlier, going out when we find something new, and trying to change others was like the mission back in the day. Come one, come all, free yourselves from this or that. I got the answer. And it's like, no, you check that person six months or a year or, you know, mm-hmm. put them in another, put them in another scenario. And then all of a sudden, all of that that they was talking about is out the door. And you're like, damn, bro, 
So being the example more so than trying to change for the example is what I'm getting from what you're saying as well. So, right. I don't know. Because, oh, not to cut you off, but mm-hmm. see, I it, like people hear like my pod, what my podcast is about, and you will not see me respond to every media report of injustice. You know why? Mm. Because I'm staying on my course of what my podcast is for. See, we're, we're, we're very reactive as people, more so than we are proactive. We're responding too much. And when you respond like that, your actions get led. Like, not, don't let them, don't, can't let them lead your, let, let, let no one lead your actions by being so responsive. Hmm. Steady the course. Stay still and steady the course that you own. Continue. If, if, if we have a, a plan in action, an action and plan, keep it going. Don't let all, it's hard, it's hard to swallow. I know it is because we <laughs> see what's going on. Like, yo, it's like, yo, they just killed another motherfucker. Like, yo, yo, yo. But I watch a movie like Unthinkable. Some of these things are required. You got to steady the course because they, everybody, people understand the one thing that will throw you off if somebody right now said they had your daughter at knife point. Oh, you're not standing still for shit, bro. It's going to be hard for you right. to stand still for that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers would trigger, they would go to the extreme to trigger your reactions, your response. Hey, let's, let's, let's keep this bullshit going because they're just going to keep reacting the way they're going to react. And they'll never, they'll mm-hmm. never develop a plan of an action to, because the, the, I think it's so simple. But because we're so separated, I think a lot of the answers of what the next move or the best move should be. It's found in every group of people that exist around us, the street, the college kids, the church people. I think every group has the truth within it of what to do. Each group does something that's necessary for the bigger picture. But because we're so divided, it's hard to put it together because we cringe at the thought of, I got to follow that rule. I got to follow that rule. I got to do that. You know what I mean? Exactly. Well, Sergey, this is a great conversation. I think um, this differs a lot from my previous podcast, and I really appreciate you taking the time to at least give us an example and give us your take on mindfulness and share with us the work you're doing over at App 44 Radio for People of Color. Um, my final word, I guess, would be for us and for the listeners is that there are a lot of jewels shared, as always, in life. Life is one big road with a lot of signs. And, you know, take everything with a grain of salt and learn learn to be better. Jay, do you have any uh, final words or last things you'd like to share? Any jewels you'd like to give away? Hey, man, I want to thank you for the opportunity. Uh, because I I follow you as well. Like you said, we've been we've been brothers and friends for a long time, and you're part of the reason that gets me to go towards a meditation. Because I haven't really de- I haven't really gotten deep into meditation per se, but I do understand the importance of it. 
Oh, I understand the importance of maintaining my mind to be as sharp as possible. And it's, it's helped me develop to accept a lot of things in life and how to approach things in life, different things in life. Um, it's part of the reason that triggered me to uh, start Air 44 Radio because it's a person more so. Like people look at it like, oh, this is your business. No, it's, it's not necessarily a business, just a business. This is like a purpose that a lot of people might not right. understand. That's why platform. Mm. Right. It's in a business platform, but at the end of the day, there's a purpose behind it. There's a mission behind it. This is what I was put on this earth to really do. Oh, uh, so. Oh, uh, you said that grain of salt, man. And a lot of people don't get it, especially the youth that might listen to this. Mm-hmm. You gonna it's something you're gonna learn as you live. You gotta live it out. You know, of course. You know, a lot of people try to tell it. We tell each other things and stuff like that. And we understand, yeah, you going but live it out. Grain of, that's really that's really important. That grain of salt in the workplace and relationships. A lot of things you gotta take with a grain of salt, and that's basically mm-hmm. not being so responsive to everything. You gotta understand that. Mm-hmm. Everything where it's, it's a lot of things we're not going to understand or not have control of. So, oh, and to me, like again, I said, I respect each other because everyone's owed the respect. I don't, I'm not buying the mm-hmm. whole respect, respect got to be earned. I'm going to respect you. There's no law that says I have to like you to respect you. Like, I, I take the mm-hmm. offenses, Denzel, Denzel told his son, there's no law that says I have to like you. I protect you and right. take care of you because it's my job. There's no law that says I have to yeah. like you or fuck with everything you uh-huh. do to respect you. I respect you because it's, it's, because you, you're owed that respect, period. I, there's no criteria uh-huh. to respect. You know what I'm saying? There's no criteria to respect or love. You know what I mean? So I don't have to like you to respect you. Remember, sometimes that's all we got to think about. Don't have to like the person to respect them. Don't have to get down with everything they get down with. That's all I got, Mark. That's all I got. Well, listeners, once again, on Only Black Cosmonaut, where we talk about mindfulness and meditation, you've heard it. You've heard it. Sir Jay has at least given you his greatest metaphorical example. (laughs) His greatest (laughs) examples and metaphors along with it and how things are. I'd be silly sometimes. But um, Jay, once again, brother, thank you so much for just taking the time to come out into the space and talk. Uh, they can find you on App 44 Radio. Uh, where else can they find you? Are you on any social red, social medias? Yeah, Instagram, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us. Yeah, you can find the episodes on blogtalkradio.com, Av 44AVE, the number 44 radio, um, Instagram, AVE44 underscore radio, Facebook, same thing, AVE44 radio. Um, you can find links to everything there. Uh, we have some great, great episodes, man, and uh, try to be the best you. Like, uh, some quick book, like if you, if y'all readers, it was it was suggested uh-huh. to me before, I, and I continue to pass it on. The Four Agreements is a great book. Um, I think uh-huh. it helps. 
it's a good starter uh, for people that's starting on the on the path of just trying to be a better person, be the better self. I think the Four Agreements is a great book. Um, young or old, because I gave it to my mother and she it helped her. I gave it to my niece, it helped her. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't it, that's no real like that's how great the book is to me. And um, again, I'm still a believer, and it's not to take away from the words. So if anybody like, oh, it's not the Bible type of thing, but I, you got to understand, every everything is it all it all says the same thing to me. That's just my opinion. I think everybody speaks the same thing it. in different terminology <laughs> to me. But yeah. I think the four four agreements is a great book um, as a starter for anybody that's trying to just start the path of being a better person as an individual. So oh, that's what I got, bro. All right, Jay. Jay. Thanks again. Um, we'll talk soon, man, and let's still be connected on the on social media as we are in the future. Let's leave right. a space for us to get back on this podcast. All right. For sure. No problem. Appreciate you. All right. Appreciate you. All right, Jay. So that was cool. That was cool. So 